0: We get to leave something on this earth as human beings. And some of the buildings we design, or for that matter, anything that we design will outlive us, giving us the opportunity to leave something on this earth that is a result of your own hard work and creative efforts. You're passing on something to generations after you. And being an architect gives you the opportunity to be responsible for and be responsible to the environment. And this is why I'm an architect. And I have no regrets about it. Hi, I'm Nishita Kamdar and you're listening to MASH Podcast. I'm an architect by profession and I run my own design practice under the name Studio Nishita Kamdar from Bombay. I am also the co-founder of P.O.D. Pieces of Desire a bespoke furniture company i believe in the simplicity of design i love to create spaces that are multifunctional high on utility and sensitive to the requirements of the end user architecture should indeed not only look beautiful but also feel beautiful and appeal to the other senses of the human being than just the eyes so i graduated in uh, 2012 i worked for 2 years um, at some incredible firms in uh, both india as well as switzerland and um, Studio Nishta Kamdar was born in uh, November 2014. It was simply an urge uh, to be creatively free and express myself that led me to start my own practice. And through the years, we faced several rejections uh, when we pitch in for projects. Um, this used to be uh, this used to really bog me down uh, till we only studied why this was happening and. Um, you know, we bounced back by, you know, constantly working on making our pitches stronger, our design strategies even better than what was yesterday. And I think um, the ability to do that, to reflect on your own work, um, criticize it and, um, and figure out how you can be better and just improve on it, uh, just, um, uh, you know, kind of made us so much more stronger Um, You know, in a country where uh, we have almost 8,000 architects and interior designers graduating every year, it is extremely difficult and daunting to keep floating and to constantly find work. But I truly believe that uh, everyone has space in this industry. If you're good at what you do, you will find an audience for yourself. And I'm really glad um, I finally found uh, my holding or footing in this industry. So we're a small firm of uh, three to four people at the max, uh, but I think that's really intimate and uh, it allows everybody to be engaged in all the projects that are going on in the office. It allows me to concentrate on every single project that I pick up and do justice to it. We're constantly pushing ourselves with each project to make sure we keep innovating uh, within our design ideologies and um, just keep constantly improving, you know. The coming years for us... uh, it's all about carving a niche for our forty and making sure we use uh, local techniques, manpower, materials, and make ourselves as, home, as homegrown as possible. We try to pick up a mixed bag of projects in office to avoid, um, you know, just a very monotonous kind of working style uh, from architecture to residential interiors, commercial interiors, um, and now uh, even furniture design with our new company pod. We've dug our fingers into various small scale design projects and we strongly um, advocate a collaborative working environment where every employee gets to work on all the projects and openly voice their opinions. And um, so we try to make sure that we don't take you know, more than uh, five to six projects at a time, so that you know um, we can. Uh, it's it's then it's fair for my clients as well. So by the end of last year, we had made a very conscious decision to pick out projects that we truly enjoy working on, and uh, uh, it is it is very important to be emotionally attached and vetted in a project. You know, at least for me, I get I get very emotionally attached into a project. Um, Um, almost till you know I want to tell them uh, or want to tell my clients how what cutlery they should use and how they should clean you know so I I try to get into those kind of nitty gritties Um, you know that also ensures I do justice to the project so as a studio we always uh, you know wanted to tailor make spaces that people can call home Uh, not just create uh, you know just dead spaces they need Every space that we design needed to have an emotion attached to it. Um, And hence the current range of work includes uh, a lovely architectural uh, project of a bungalow that we are doing in Bangalore for an NRI client, a beautiful rustic farmhouse for a fun couple in Lonavla. I'm super excited about that one. uh, I, I think we've really pushed ourselves for that project. Uh we're doing a very cool container home in Nasik and and, and hopefully if that goes well, uh it's gonna be a prototype project. So if that's gonna be if, if that's gonna go down well, um we'll be seeing a lot of those all around Nasik. Uh we're doing a lovely retail store in Kolkata and um one of the largest projects that we've ever picked up uh is a bungalow in Hyderabad. So that I'm really excited about. Um and then we have uh, Pod, uh, the furniture company that we started. Our first collection was called Sway, and uh, which got received very well. Um, and uh, we're constantly working on Pod and creating, trying to create new products, coming up with a different line, uh, studying what is required in the market and um, where the dearth is. So um, yes, we're we're constantly working. Um, on creating just creating anything and everything that makes us happy um and i think it's very important to maintain a very non-hierarchical collaborative approach in a design studio uh, this only helps each designer come out of their shells and give their best you know so i have no qualms in being tagged as you know the quintessential millennial uh, uh you know designer or having those traits in me you know um i am uh, I am stubborn where I have to be stubborn. Um, I love being on social media. I am always on Instagram and Facebook. We've built our entire company, my entire design practice, as well as the furniture brand entirely on social media. And I think it's the way you use it. It's the way you perceive it. Um, We're Pinteresting all the time, creating mood boards, using these softwares, using these apps, all the time, and, and just extracting the best out of it, and I think there's nothing wrong in that. Um, I don't know why uh, a lot of people are averse to using these mediums. Um, I'd say you have to go for it, uh, and we're all in this time and age where there is excessive information given to us, and 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 that we are exposed to, information has become very easily accessible to everybody. So at this point, it is important to find one's footing and one's path that one, you know, would like to follow, as it's really easy to get lost and not have an identity. So yes, yeah, soak it all in, step back and filter out the unnecessary information and form your own ideologies uh, as a design studio and be known for those you know, design is such a multidisciplinary field and, you know, you can't keep doing the same thing again and again, you know, as, 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 as somebody who's creative from inside, you need to constantly keep, um, distracting yourself with different things, you know, because you have this urge to, you know, uh, keep, uh, inventing and reinventing and doing something more than what you've done yesterday. So, um, you know spent a couple of years uh, keenly observing you know this rapidly changing nature of the design market and also where the loopholes are the demands of the industry um i've I've thankfully got an incredible set of industry friends who I rely on and um and and I just had this urge to fill these gaps, you know, um, and, and, and it's also these or probably, you know, these issues that I was facing as a designer who was designing uh, homes for the middle class. Um, I wanted to fill in those gla- uh, gaps, you know, through design and through a more um, through a new attempt and to make good design affordable to all, because I always felt that some of the products that are available in the market are so expensive. And and this gave rise to POD, which is called Pieces of Desire. And uh, I started this company with my partner, Viram, uh, who's also an architect himself. We just wanted to create beautiful products with POD that are affordable, that are environmentally conscious, that are locally made, um, that are well detailed. We've put in a lot of uh, effort and energy and thought into um, the tiniest details uh, in our products at POD and also encourage local craftsmanship. So um, the first collection of POD is called Sway um, and it has uh, a collection of nine pieces, all that sway from a baby crib to a rocking chair to a two-seater swing and to day beds that all sway. You know, uh, you know. I have a, this very interesting quote by Richard Buckminster Fuller and uh, it said, a designer is an emerging synthesis of artist, inventor, mechanic, objective, economist and evolutionary strategist. And that holds so true, you know, for us who've, uh, as architects who've started, Viram and me, who've started this company, that uh, it's both of us had this urge to just create something. And I'm so glad Sway's turned out the way it has because it's been very well appreciated. We also uh, won the Adida uh, Design Award for the best bedroom piece for the cradle, which we call Nest. And uh, I'm really excited to see where Sway goes in the next uh, few years. We're young. We're just five and a half uh, years old as a design practice. And uh, and there have been so many learnings so far. So, um, you know, the biggest lesson I've learned uh, is that making your client happy all the time isn't enough, you know. Um, your efforts will be futile as a designer if uh, you aren't creatively content with yourself and your work that you're doing. And that's why, um, you know, the minute there's a problem on site, um, you should have the ability to identify the risks right up front and the potential consequences of it failing. You want to look at the problem in front of you and say, okay, if I fail, um, I'm going to try ahead or have plan B ready. That That's what makes you amazing. I think that's what... Um, makes you a good business person at the end of it and and you know but we're still always we're growing every day we're progressing we're failing we're getting up again and trying new things falling again um we we learn from so many different people who are around us all the time be it our contractors or our carpenters or our vendors that we meet every day um everyone we're just constantly learning uh you know And I'd like to end by just saying, every great design begins with an even better story. And thank you for listening to mine. Hi, I'm Nishita Kamdar and you're listening to MASH Podcast.